This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Faubacher, your host. You're listening to Episode 8. We were made for a relationship, but so often those relationships are broken. And when our relationships are broken, we are broken. One of our deepest human desires is to be known, but often we have lost ourselves along the way. This is a podcast to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection, where you feel truly known. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. And then let's see what kind of healing happens here. I have three sassy, fiery little girls. I love raising strong women, but they are sensitive too. They are bold, but tender. They are the ones who play in the dirt in sparkly princess dresses and pretend to save the world in their tiaras. They cuddle up close and sing at the top of their lungs and dance like no one sees. But though they are fierce, one thing I have noticed about my girls is that words matter to them. Words cut right through them, in good ways and in not-so-good ways. If they hear unkind words out of our mouths or out of each other's mouths, they feel so hurt. But if they hear affirming words, they beam with joy. I relate to them a lot in this way. But I love you. The phrase, I love you, is a non-negotiable phrase in my house. We say it and we say it often. They may question in their lives whether others love them, but my prayer is that they never question that about me. So it might be slight overkill, but we say it multiple times a day. We say it when we are angry, when we are afraid, when we are thankful, when we are tired, when we are joyful. Everything else may be shaky and tense, but my kids better know that we love them. My middle child is maybe my most sensitive of the three, but she is also the most affirming. She will stop what she is doing to come find me, wiggle her nose against mine, and tell me that she thinks I am beautiful or that I am the best mom she has ever had, even though I'm the only mom she's ever had. She does this throughout the day, and what is fun about this is that she does it not only to make me smile, But she also does it to make herself smile. She comes in smiling from ear to ear before she even says anything, looks me straight in the eyes behind her cute pink glasses and tells me that she loves me. It is something she does to bring herself joy. These moments are some of my favorite moments that mean the world to me. Because as much as I love telling my girls I love them, I need to hear it said back. Healing happens in those words, and connection happens too. They are powerful. I can't tell you how many times I hear a client or a friend tell me that she wants her friends and family and romantic partners just to tell her what they love about her. This simple thing can be the very practice that renews a relationship, brings hope, and fuels deeper intimacy. But people just don't say it enough. 
We may feel gratitude for another, but we don't point it out. We may notice a behavior that draws us to someone, but we keep it to ourselves. We may say, I love you, but rarely do we say why. There was a moment not long ago when it hit me. God wants to hear me say what I love about him too. No, he does not need my affirmation as I need it from others, but he wants us to say these things back to him that he has been saying to us all of our lives. He wants to hear that we love him too. It is a form of prayer. In his book called Prayer, Tim Keller says this, The grounding motive of spirit-directed, Christ-mediated prayer is to simply know Him better and enjoy His presence. Consider how different this is from the normal way we use prayer. In our natural state, we pray to God to get things. We may believe in God, but our deepest hopes and happiness reside in things, as in how successful we are or in our social relationships. We therefore pray mainly when our career or finances are in trouble or when some relationship or social status is in jeopardy. When life is going smoothly and our truest heart treasures seem safe, it does not occur to us to pray. Also, ordinarily, our prayers are not varied. They consist usually of petitions. Occasionally, some confession if we have just done something wrong. Seldom or never do we spend sustained time adoring and praising God. God knows what this practice of adoration can do for our relationship with Him, friend. Walls come down here. Freedom comes in here. What if we decided to tell God one thing every day? that we love about him. Just one. I love your beauty. I love your creation. I love your people. I love your compassionate heart. I love your fierce love for your people. I love your grace. I love the people you have given me. I love your works. I love the story you are writing, even when it doesn't make sense to me. I love your holiness. I love you. Just one thing every day. Putting this into practice is a spiritual discipline that goes one step further than simply finding gratitude. This practice of telling God one thing every day that we love about Him, it sets our minds on things above instead of everything we are going through, and it reminds us of who God is. This is grounding. It keeps us steady. It keeps us from sinking. When you aren't sure how to pay the next bill, God, I love your provision. When you aren't sure if you want to wake up tomorrow, God, I love that you are the author of hope. When you feel lonely, God, I love that you never leave me. 
When you feel joy, God, I love how you care for me. When you don't see two lines on the pregnancy test, God, I love that you see me. When your spouse leaves you, God, I love that you choose me. When you lose the job, God, I love that you are writing a better story for me. When all seems right, God, I love who you are. Tell God what you love about him and see how healing it can be. As my little girl's words overwhelm me with all the good feelings, so will our words do the same for our maker. It fills him to the brim and overflowing. It must feel so good to finally have his love requited. To end our time today, I will share a passage from the Psalms. Listen to how David tells God what he loves about him. It goes on further past this section, but here is Psalm 18, 1 through 6. It says this, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I am saved from my enemies. The cords of death encompassed me. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The cords of Sheol entangled me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice and my cry to him reached his ears. Thanks for sitting a while with me today, friend. You can find me, of course, on Instagram at Kara Fabacher or at my website, www.karafabacher.com. If you do not get the Monday Minute, our weekly email with practical next steps that I teach my counseling and coaching clients, you can sign up at the link in my Instagram bio or under Monday Minute on my website. And this week, there is something so exciting happening. I am a member of a writing community called Hope Writers. It is an amazing community. It is the kindest place for writers on the internet. And if you want to take your writing more seriously or take it to the next level, Hope Writers is for you. If you are interested in how to join, they are open for enrollment this week. So don't miss out on your chance. Shoot me an email at info at for all the details on how to sign up and become a Hope Writers member today. If you want the transcript and show notes for this episode are on the podcast page on my site. And don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. I would be also so grateful if you would rate and review the podcast so that more can listen in. That is an extremely helpful thing that you can do for the podcast. And I'm so honored that uh, you are on this journey with me. The last thing is that if you would like to give a small monthly donation to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash be known and click the button that says support. It takes a village to get a podcast out into the world. And I am thankful for each of you. And I'm also thankful for two of my friends who helped make this thing happen. 
my friend Robert Hargrove for creating the music, and fellow Hope writer Alana Dawson for editing the show. Until next time, friend, I'll see you soon.